There once was a man named Gold Roger who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Yeah, yo, yeah, yo, let's go. It's your boy, Dr. Jace Attorney, hosting Yonko for this week's episode of the Yonko Table. And with me, as always, is fellow Yonko Grandmaster Hoop to talk about Loki, episode two. Grandmaster Hoop, how are you today? Uh, doing well, Dr. Jace, since we last spoke, which was just a little more than 24 hours ago. Um, doing all right can't can't complain enjoying summer uh these rainy days are lovely love these rainy days my favorite but uh yeah no no real complaints here glad to be back at the table um i'm ready to be fed and uh ready to deep dive our topic of discussion today which is low-key episode two so i'm glad to be here thank you dr jace Next up, we got Supernova, Rose the Crafter, coming in to talk with us as well for Loki Episode 2. Rose, how are you since, well, yesterday? I guess I'm really hungry because uh, I'm back to back to back like Lethal Weapon. <laughs> or as Drake would say, I don't know. Um, but I'm here. Let's dive into it and let's get fed. Right on, right on. True that. So let's go into it. Loki, episode two. I feel like with Loki so far, um, at least, I, okay, my opinion on episode two, from what we can gather, I feel like you need to really be sold on the dynamic between Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson. If you're not sold on it, this episode was kind of lackluster, you know? Cause really, until we get to the end, not much happened. Me personally, I'm I'm really sold on their dynamic. I like their banter that they have with each other. And I feel like at least the writing for episode two was really honed in on that point. Um, you know, you have, uh, how, how do you call it? We, we have Loki trying to figure out not more or less who he is because we kind of got that last week, but I guess where does he stand in terms of what goal does he have, you know, moving forward for the rest of this series? And I think, Grandmaster Who, did you have an idea, I think, from, la from the last time we spoke of, like, uh, a theory that we have going in on what Loki might be doing? Or was that Dars? Um, Dars had an idea. He mentioned um, a young Loki, which uh, could appear due to... I don't know, some variants of the uh, sacred timeline or some multiverse aspect. Um, so I would say, and we'll save it for the end, but I will say variants of Loki uh, in whichever shape or form may prove to be a solid theory given the ending of this episode. Um, so, goodness, I don't want to jump right into it, but... Uh, let me address what you're saying about, you know, the uh, we got to get on board with this uh, the pairing of Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston. I enjoy their chemistry. Uh, however, did it, is it just me or did it feel like 
some time has passed between the first episode and the second because it seemed Mobius was a lot more annoyed with Loki this time around. As yep. in, it, it's almost as if they had went on a previous mission as well, and Loki had failed or you know misstep, or maybe right. it's just the maybe there's Loki's just not really paying attention to these uh little tutoring sessions he's getting from Miss Minutes. But uh, yeah, Mobius seems super annoyed with Loki, and I thought it for me, uh, jump because you know we jumped right into the episode kind of with that as far as like the Loki uh aspect. And uh, I was confused. I was like, man, what happened to this Mobius who's trying to bring out, you know, uh, this great version of Loki. And here he is kind of just kind of tearing him down, calling him a, a scared little boy and whatnot. That was a low blow. Like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're right. You got to get on board because I feel that's going to be the driving force here is the dynamics that Loki has with the characters. And um yeah, this episode kind. Of, it, I don't. I don't know if it was lackluster. Just the way they put it together seemed a little off. Like, uh, I don't know it felt a little sporadic. So, uh, with that said, you know, I'm sold on the character of Loki. I don't know if I'm sold on this show entirely. Um, they got a lot of good setups. Now we just really need to see them execute. And I think a lot of people were waiting for the execution this episode. So, right. and we'll we'll get into all the specifics and whatnot, but yeah, that's how I feel overall so far uh, with the ending of episode two. Right, and I I feel like you could probably I do see what you're talking about, where it feels like we kind of had a a jump from where we left off from episode one to where we are in episode two with Loki, because I mean, me personally, I can't see Loki working a desk job but here he is working a nine to five in episode two and it kind of threw me off because i was like wow he he adjusted that quickly the the god of mischief of asgard is now sitting in like a cubicle just you know punching in numbers or looking through files or stuff i don't know i i do agree it did seem like there was maybe some time lapse between episode one and two and kind of you know going with uh mobius he seemed rather annoyed with Loki's antics at this point. Whereas from episode one, he really wanted to pull that character or what whatever character he was trying to find from Loki. But in this one, he was kind of he was kind of done with it a little bit. He was Yeah, he's over it. Right, exactly. So I would imagine um and we do kind of see this later on in the episode, but like when Loki starts having banter with himself He's like, oh man, no wonder Thor was always so pissed with me because <laughs> of the way he was talking with himself. So I would imagine maybe that was a wake up call to how maybe Mobius felt, you know, in this time lapse between episode one and two. He was just sick of Loki's shit, man. He, he was just tired of it. Tired of the witty sarcasm, the the snarky comebacks. I don't know. Uh, Rose, what do you think? Yeah, I, I know that there's a lot of um, time theory and manipulation and TVA um, but that doesn't explain how wonky the, the dynamic felt by the time we got to the beginning so I agree with I agree with both of y'all um, I wish there was some better notifier or slightly better writing even if it's cheesy Loki going through his head like oh I'm working a desk job or I have a backup plan or ultimate plan or 
something like him still kind of going through his mind out loud of, of him trying to figure a way out. I mean, I kind of get the dynamic that they were going for. It's just that it kind of just fell in our laps without knowing, without much buildup. It, it kind of switched in between scenes. So it's like when the when it starts, you know, Loki's at the desk and we're like, okay, I guess some time has passed because he's settled in being at the desk, learning these trainings. Um, and then you have the following scenes, um, which I don't, yeah, not to spoil it, but I mean, eventually Mobius has to go talk to, um, what you call it, um, in her office. I can't think of her name. Ravana, Ravana, which we'll talk about later in her office um, after that first mission as what we saw first mission um and you can tell he's kind of tense because he really wants to i guess do the right thing for tva and i guess that's kind of the nuggets they gave us is that he's really he really believes in the purpose of the tva at least that's what is coming off in screen and so loki's giving him a really tough time because he's putting trust in this guy but it, it just felt a little weird dynamically because we didn't really have a build-up as a matter of fact at some point i was like well dag loki's not even being that rude <laughs> Yeah, right now the the miss the mischief i i don't know i was expecting a little bit more of it yeah. i'm like he's not even being that rude here i mean yes that that scene um on their first mission when they um went to the i can't think of it um the time or what was it like it was like 1985 oh, the, I think. the renaissance fair yeah, in yeah. 1985. Yeah, it, was, it was like 85, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I know that was like a little like, oh, you know, Loki's still got a plan going on and Mobius is sick of it, but it just happened so it was just like chopped, choppy, I guess. Um, and then even still, I was like, well, I mean, he's mischief, so you know he's gonna do a little bit of mischief. This is what you signed up for when you when you got him. You knew he wasn't gonna be straight narrow path. So now your patience is running thin. You didn't expect the god of mischief to, I don't know, be a little mischievous. Um, so I saw the potential, but execution is is uh, still a little wonky. Is that something that maybe we think they'll hopefully improve on as the episodes go on? Because, I mean, we pretty much established last week that we only have six episodes and yeah. we're already a third of the way done. They only have two thirds left of the story to tell. They really got to pick it up. They they do. And it's one of those things where we will we'll save this for the end. But basically at the end of the episode, there's a possibility that that dynamic between Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston. I don't know why I keep calling them by their real names. <laughs> <laughs> Loki and uh, uh, Agent Mobius. We don't know how long they're going to be apart from each other because, you know, yeah. Loki did his own thing and went off on his own. So at some point, I would hope they come back together and continue that dynamic and develop that character a little bit more. But maybe the show wasn't meant to be that. Maybe that was only supposed to be an episode one type of thing. And Marvel has bigger and better things for the character throughout the rest of this series. Maybe we'll see something even better, a better dynamic with, uh, between Loki and uh, uh, a new character, so to speak, towards the end. But um, uh, aside from that, what do you guys think Loki's endgame is in all of this? Because, you know, on the table, it seems like, oh, he wants an audience with the timekeepers, right? But is there anything more to that? Like, is he just, is he just, uh, I guess, chasing the route of power? Like, oh, he found out the Infinity Stones were useless. It's not the ultimate form of power. But the timekeepers, that's who I want to meet up with. So 
Is it just because they're more powerful? That's why he wants to meet them and control time or I don't know. <laughs> I would say there's uh, Loki is a transformer. There's more than me. There's more to him that meets than meets the eye. You could say that he uh, is a robot in disguise. Good one. I was going to say, <laughs> you know, he has Layers, layers. Oh, layers, like, yeah, like, like an onion, sure. like an onion, <laughs> sure. Um, right. But yeah, you know, because um, you know he's blat. Again, it's all about mischief. Goes with misdirection, you know. Yeah. He blatantly throws it on the table to Mobius that he wants an audience with the timekeepers. All right, and uh, you know he throws that on there, and then when he starts to allude to, you know. Uh, is there something in it for me? Uh, you know, he's like, and Mobius is like, an audience with the timekeepers? I never said that. I never said that. So he knows what Loki wants. But of course, he knows what Loki wants because Loki blatantly said that's what he wants. Uh, and then at the end of the episode, uh, he kind of says, I'm trying to overthrow the timekeepers. Now, you just don't blatantly throw out your... he's. Loki is more calculated than a Saturday cartoon villain. You yep. know, you just don't throw out your end your end goal like that. And again, I believe it's just misdirection. I believe Loki is misdirecting everybody uh, for his own. Of course, it's still personal. Whatever his goal is, it is a personal goal of his. Um, but there's no way I think we have a Loki just chasing power after he watched that video reel of his life uh, last week in episode one. You know, if he is chasing power, you know, he watched, you know, himself die. He watched his mother die. He watched him, you know, himself die and not be able to flesh out this newly formed relationship with Thor. I can only imagine he's seeking power for his own kind of pure benefit. Oh, he watched Odin die, too. I imagine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. And I and I said this last week, too. I imagine he'll try to maybe change his sacred timeline path which is i guess i don't know if that's possible but i do believe he has good uh motive he has good motivation but it is uh mischievous mischievous in his execution to where that's why the variance authority is kind of fed up with him again i think he's more calculated than that so we'll yeah, see. I agree. I don't. I don't think he's going for just power per se, or your typical rule as, as in the past, or even just to go back, um, and try again to be successful in in his invasion, um, back in, back in what New York or whatever in Avengers twenty twelve. I think, kind of what Grandmaster Hoop already said, just rehashing it. But I mean, there was even little. I'm gonna keep saying nuggets. So little little lines of him saying you know i've and i'm paraphrasing like you said the moments i've learned that you know a, a bad person isn't bad and a good person isn't good and um he wants this meeting with the you know timekeepers and i think he wants that meeting to you know in agreement with with you grandma's hoop to just kind of have a little bit more control over um the destiny or the fate that was set in the sacred timeline for him and, and maybe even, you know, his family included. So I think he kind of wants to take control of that selfishly still, 
Um, but to say, hey, you know, I give me another chance in the timeline. Um, you know, I'm going to do something different that might not shake up things or I don't know. I, maybe he's trying to evade death. Maybe he's trying to bring his family back. They throw a whole lot of mis. I, I like the term misdirection for uh, mischief because they throw a whole lot of just different options of where it could go. I think the one that's right in front of our face um, with, you know, just taking over the, the TVA and stuff like that. I just think that's I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I think that's generic. classic misdirection. It's too generic. Um, it, I, it seemed like a ploy to, you know, when he used that line to um, manipulate that situation um, that we'll that we'll talk about later. So, OK, OK. You know, since, since we're still on the topic with, the, you know, the audience with the timekeepers, I feel like the timekeepers, because Marvel's building them up to be so mysterious, I feel like it's going to be another Marvel uh you know oh fake out I, I think it's gonna be well in the sense that it's true that they do exist and they did all the stuff that they you know did in the past or whatever but i feel like um i don't know if you guys ever played jack and daxter on mm -hmm. uh, oh, the classic the ps2 did, did, did you know what i'm gonna say with the otzels being the uh, yeah, yeah we're like, being the precursors yes i yeah. now I don't think they're going to be a group of rocket raccoons or anything, you know, the timekeepers. Yeah. But I feel like, I feel like they're going to be alluded to uh, a joke, basically like some, oh. some gag character or maybe, maybe not a gag character, but like uh, just you're imagining them in some grandiose capacity. And I can, I can see cause Marvel's done it before. Just, <laughs> I don't know, like some, some four foot five clown looking thing uh being oh. one of the time <laughs> i don't know i don't know I, i'm just i'm just i'm just throwing stuff out, out there um because they're really driving home how mysterious and, and omnipotent these things are and every time we try to get more details on them whether it's the tva or um you said her name earlier ravana 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 um they're always saying stuff like oh they're <laughs> <Come> <laughs> always saying they're they're busy or uh you know they're 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 making sure the sacred timeline's okay don't bother them mm -hmm. i feel like they keep saying that because they're gonna pull the rug from under us at some point that's a very good point uh oh god and now I'm that you say it. that i'm calling it would it be a letdown if they did it this time? It would be, right? It'd be a letdown. It depends what, because I mean, I don't know who the timekeepers are in, uh, in, in, in like the Marvel, you know, the comic book universe, right? I'm, I'm not as knowledgeable either. Uh, right. Yeah. So I don't know if they're supposed to, uh, I think, is Kang the Conqueror? No, Kang the Conqueror is not a, a timekeeper. No, he's not. He's not. Okay. Okay. So I, I don't know what the timekeepers are, are supposed to be in the marvel comic book universe but i would imagine they're probably something badass and they probably meet those <laughs> expectations when when whatever characters meet them uh but marvel being marvel in their mcu mindset i see them doing it man i don't know like they did it with pietro from oh, wandavision God, here we go <laughs> They, oh, they did man. it. They did it with. Uh, I'm, I'm not a terrorist. The Mandarin. <laughs> the, Mandarin the Mandarin. Yeah. They've done it, and you would think like, oh, they did it with the Mandarin. They would never do that again. 
WandaVision. Bam. They're like, they don't care. They're willing to do it. They're willing to do it. That's just my two cents on them since we're talking about them right now. Um, I feel like the WandaVision was probably a slight Easter egg instead or a slight, I mean, it was a fake. It was, a, it was an means. extended Easter egg. Yeah, but an extended very. Easter egg, if anything. I um, I really hope, even from a casual fan perspective, I really hope that the timekeepers are something powerful and, and uh, whatever the word is, mysterious as they've been built up to be. Um, because then what are we really doing if it's a fake out? <laughs> like, what does this story even really mean if it's a fake? Yeah, well, don't you get tired of faking out your fans? <laughs> well, we'll see. The reason why, I, even more reason why I think it's a fake out is because even Loki and Mobius have that conversation where Loki's oh. asking him, don't Oh, I you quoted it. Question? You quote where? No, uh, yeah. I quoted it. It's um, where did, where did I put it? Um, existence like, is chaos. Nothing makes any sense. So we try to make some sense of it. It definitely would make sense that they would say, oh, there's three timekeepers who've been, uh, you know, been here throughout time, maintaining the sacred timeline. And Loki's over here is like the lizards or whatever. <laughs> You know, uh, if they're not lizards, I mean, it's like I could see them doing something along the lines of they probably put those uh, entities of power from their imagination so that they could have some semblance of order so that there would within not their own within, within their, their own. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Because otherwise it, it's kind of like you said, if you remove that, if you remove that, I guess, authority from their job. What are they doing this for? Yeah, who are they working like, for? Yeah, who are they working exactly. For? I'm, oh man, you guys heard it here first on the Yonko table. <laughs> it, they're gonna, they're gonna, Marvel's gonna pull the rug. You standing on that hill, huh? You standing on that hill. On that hill. All right. Am, oh man, and, it just and questions everything. It does. It does, and it's not like you know we're just like pulling this out our ass. Like they, there, there have been some illusions in this episode that kind of hint like, hey, that's fair. Maybe they don't exist, <laughs> or maybe they're lizards. Loki keeps going in on the lizard people stuff. And I'm like, oh, all right. That could be funny, but it could be in, funny. In the grand scheme, keep them all powerful. Don't exactly. nerf them by the end. Or because <laughs> at that point, it's just a MacGuffin. Like, exactly, uh, exactly. search for this almighty object that leads to this almighty power. Just, yeah, give us a story. Yeah. I, I can't see them purposely writing to fake out fans. It's like, how are we gonna fake out fans with Loki? Let's, so you know, their expectations on the chalkboard. It says, you know, <laughs> fake out. How do we get to here? Oh man! How would you feel if it was a complete fake out, and Loki like wakes up not dead? Oh, so the oh, whole no. everything was a dream type. Oh my gosh, it's the worst one. Or alternate reality, anything it's like stupid. that. It's terrible, terrible. I would be or like, this show's if- a waste of time. Or building off of that, what if he does actually get to meet, you know, some timekeepers or some entity, but they grant him his whatever, his wish or whatever to be back in the sacred timeline as himself. And he does wake up as if he was in a dream, like Rose was saying. Huh? Huh? Waste of time still. Listen, all this (laughs) mess going on, it's like, is this part of the plan or not? with this whole theory of um, time and destiny and fate. Like, is this what the timekeepers want to happen the whole time? Was it supposed to be as messy as it's supposed to get internally? Like, well, you could like, uh, see when you say that, 
that begs the question is this in the sacred timeline exactly or does the tva here's the sacred timeline is the tva like just They've its just own thing of it. yeah which is crazy to think about because it's like i don't know uh it can time can get so convoluted yeah it's a very tricky uh plot element to throw into your uh story and and any form of story because there's so many different rules to time travel and time manipulation it's easy to mess up i feel like this episode i was like man i don't this time a lot of time stuff is going i know it's going to get wonky but the heck is going on here with <laughs> and i mean what the heck is going on here you know they did try explaining it and that kind of goes back into what we were talking about earlier with the dynamic between loki and uh mobius i felt like the first 20 ish minutes or so i felt like they were really cementing in the rules of yeah. what happened with the tva so you have loki going through files and trying to figure out what a nexus is and you know what happens when you um branch off the sacred timeline and what the end result is what do the the reset grenades do i feel like they really want us to understand the rules with them but i feel like it probably won't happen immediately but i think as time uh as time goes on uh when we go back and look back on this series we're probably going to see little holes poking through a lot of these story threads um, yeah, it's really I mean, I tough it, too. I mean, it is. That's why it I is. hope the story. That's why the story has to be solid because I mean, you can always poke holes into all of like anything that deals with time. There's no flawless like interpretation there of time. No. Um, I mean, I think I got it. I think I got it down. I think I do too. Like, no, yeah, you know, I got the I got the rules down, but still, like even question the the rules itself. I mean, um, not to jump ahead, but like to figure Loki figuring out. You know that the there's no variant happening if it's an apocalypse correct right? yeah there's um, no branching yeah no branching happens at all if there's gonna be an apocalypse and in my mind i'm like well that makes sense i guess you know zero times zero rules zero times zero exactly um exactly. but then like part of my mind is like well what if one person slips <laughs> slips away somewhere in a cave or like a i don't right. know what like, if something like, what crazy if- does happen off right. of that erase like, gotta erase them but they would but, they would detect the change though yes right. they would they would they yes would. and it would be a variant uh which the countermeasures is to bring them to court and erase them yeah but, but i'm however, suspending my belief i'm not here to to find out the reality or what's real or not because right. it's not it's a made-up story so now i'm just being very picky and overthinking everything this I'm is fine where you draw the line. Not I have to the, draw the line. Sure. <laughs> not with the gauntlet that could control space and time when you put five stones into it. Hey, six, six stones. Oh, six. Oh, oh, six. Get it right. <laughs> you spent like 23 movies trying to get them six stones. That is true. Listen, I drew the line when um, Bruce Banner slash the Hulk or however you want to say um, had, uh, excuse my language, ED. So I drew the line at that in the cinematic universe um, when he couldn't change anymore because he was nervous. Ah. So uh, oh. that's where I drew the line. And I say, I just have to take it as is and enjoy the ride. ED, I never heard anyone refer to it as that. But I guess that's what it is. Can't, Can't get, get the up. party going. Can't get the party going. <laughs>
Oh, Excuse man. my language. I feel terrible saying that. I would like to say it's PTSD, not ED. Did not PTSD is a lot better. It did not involve his performance. I, I mean, I mean, uh, uh, wait, ED. Let's just drop it completely. No, no, okay. I don't want to talk about it. Hey, edit it out. I don't. <laughs> no, it's How fine. Oh my God. I can't believe I brought that up. Jeez. Anyway. That is a very serious matter on um, respect to, to any communities and, and oh. <laughs> yeah, no disrespect uh, to anybody oh, dealing man. with that. Anyways, since we're still on the topic of, you know, apocalypse and variants and whatnot, um, the destruction of Asgard, they really home in on that aspect with how Loki takes it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I-, I thought I was going to see him cry a little bit. They were kind of zooming in on his eyes. I saw a little bit of water. But uh, Grandmaster, what exactly happened? He was going through the files. He was uh, well, trying to find out what the variant, the other variant Loki, the one they're chasing. Yes. Where Where is he going to end up? Where is he hiding? Yeah. And uh, what I forget how he comes to the conclusion of the apocalypses, but he finds, you know, it's not that huge of a file. Right. But um, right. Asgard's destroyed. Which I guess well the the way he came to it was well first he went to the like the librarian yeah yeah person. yeah he said what files can I well first he said uh what was it can I have the file on uh who created the timekeepers right yeah and then after she's like no and then after that it was like okay so can I get the beginning of time no and he's like well what can I have and she just gives him his file essentially ah uh, yes. So, he has his file. He's going through everything, and he basically sees the timeline of everything that ever happens. Yes, and Asgard, as you know, in uh, Thor Ragnarok was destroyed, and uh, I guess in the real they didn't really show that because you know he was actually like, right? He saw it, but he didn't like you know he wasn't like there. He wasn't present. For the yeah, part in there. like he was on the ship at that point. Right. Uh, and I guess, well, I mean, that Loki was there. This Loki had no idea that was coming. <laughs> right. So watching this real, he didn't really, I don't think he understood that's what happened to Asgard. Yeah. Right. And uh, I think this file was the one that drove home. Like, oh, wow. Well, not only did he lose his family, he lost his home. You right. know, the place where he desired to have, you know, uh, one, he wanted to be king of Asgard to he wanted people to look up to him as guardians and uh again he's if and again if there is no time lapse he's getting all this and within a day or two yeah well, it has to lot. be a time lapse that's a lot that's a that's lot, a lot. Well, wait a minute time works differently so a day could be eternity <laughs> so we have to suspend that you know what everything i said earlier forget that we have to suspend <laughs> our minds we are Fine. thinking like linear human beings. Okay. So linear that's a lot to take in. That's a lot right to take track. in, period. Yes. There now, you whether go. that's Marvel's scapegoat for what they're doing or not, who knows? But we have to roll with it. Sure. Time works differently. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how. I'm not trying to get into the politicals of the TVA, but yeah, okay. It hits home. It's an emotional core. And, you know, that makes us believe, again, there's still some emotion to Loki. And maybe, again, he's looking for that purpose, you know, that sense of control. Uh, again, this could allude to maybe him trying to restore Asgard. 
Who knows? Who knows? Maybe that's what this is alluding to. Everything that he's lost, maybe there's a way to get back everything. And but on top of that, I feel the whole file hunting gives us another vibe of what this show's gonna be. Cause the first episode I got nothing but Star Trek vibes in the whole setup. Now this okay. episode, seeing how things play out, I feel it's a detective series. That's what it yeah. feels like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It got straight, got straight up, straight up detective vibes. Yeah, and uh, I kind of like that. Loki is a smart guy, as he said, and as he's shown. I kind of like that. How uh, let's deep dive into these cases and the mind of Loki. Who better to do it than Loki? But then on top of that, he's got to go through all these files and find the. You know the, the the wall with the, the connections yes, and whatnot. The dots. Mm-hmm. I I like that. Uh, again, it's very different from anything we've had with Marvel. Um, I want them to explore that more and keep that going. Not kind of the whole oh it's a different case by case. Oh the variant Loki's over here this week, and of course the episode set it up to where it probably won't be like that. But I would like to see that fleshed out more. Give us this detective type. Detective Star Trek, give me that vibe. I I enjoy that. So, and then the, then the yeah, the whole apocalypse thing, I think is pretty clever as well. Uh, zero times zero. Zero but, times um, zero. Yeah. Again, uh, I'm enjoying Tom Hiddleston. Uh, I want to see what I want to see this fleshed out. Yeah. The, you mean like the Detective Loki? The, okay, okay, Detective Loki. Okay. TVA, yeah. Detective yeah, I'm Loki. on board with that. I mean, that's kind of what they gave us. They told us it kind of would be anyway, a little bit of a... Oh, did they? Yeah, I think they pretty much alluded to it being that kind of like crime-like investigative-ish mix. I guess, oh yeah, I guess bring in the perp, help him catch the other perp. Okay, I completely missed that the first episode. I mean, it's fine. It's good (laughs) that you agree with it because that's what they're going for, they said. Yeah, no, no, it makes perfect sense. I I don't know why I didn't... Maybe it was the fantastical elements that I agree. I hope they play more on that because that just that gives another layer or or dynamic to the cinematic universe and how they're doing these shows. Yeah. So if they rely heavily on it. I'm not as mad. I, I actually will enjoy it if they rely heavily on on keeping it that kind of thing. Yeah. Six episodes, like we said earlier. So it's like we really got to get now. It's time to really pick it up. Let's get wonky. Let's let's really push it now. Like. Right. And and at the same time, you know, we want them to pick up the pace, but also don't rush it. Uh, yeah. Just because we saw what happened with Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, great setup, great character dynamics, the great buildup leading up to the final episode. And then, bam, we're like, I wish we had one more. Um, so we'll see how we're going to do with um, Lo- Detective Loki. I t- I'll tell you the difference, though. I think... The difference with this show is that there's such a, you know, large fan base of Loki in general that I feel like with Captain Falcon and, and, and Winter Soldier, like you you really had to convince people to like jump on to these characters, at least Captain Falcon for me, because sure. I mean, he was a joke up until <laughs> uh, he was a joke. a joke. No, no I take that Come back. On. He wasn't a joke, but they did him dirty for a good amount of time. I, and right. and so he finally we finally they took the time to kind of flesh that out and, and make you respect them. I mean, same thing with Wanda. You want to say like people enjoy like 
the comic character and everything like that. But people just like Loki for being Loki in the cinematic universe. So like, you don't even have to convince people to really like Loki. There's already a big fan base that just likes Tom Hiddleston and Loki, as Loki anyway. Yeah. So that charisma on screen is just gonna pull you in. That's that's the advantage they have with that is that I would love for storytelling that they flesh it out more, but also you don't have to convince people to really look deeper into this. Um, at least that's what I think because it's not like a Falcon, it's not like a Wand or anything like that. It's it's the the fan base is is bigger than those those fan bases were I think when the shows were coming out. I agree. Definitely Loki. There are more. There were definitely more Loki fans. Yeah. If anything, Winter Soldier and Falcon had the biggest hill to climb. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because at least Wanda, everybody knew she was probably the most powerful being uh, like Avenger. So they said, let's see what's going on here with the most powerful. Again, she near crippled Thanos in Endgame. Yeah. Like he, he said, fuck my army. Blow. <laughs> Blow this, Blow this bitch. <laughs> oh, but yeah, no. Loki has a well-established fan base. Tom Hiddleston has the charisma, and so put him in this type of, you know, show, and I think people will flock, no problem. You know what's interesting? I didn't even know this until this past week because Loki was on everyone's uh, thoughts, right? I didn't know that Tom Hiddleston eventually. Uh, uh, um initially auditioned for thor oh no you didn't know that i did not know that but yeah. like oh, they showed test screenings though of yeah him. i i'm like oh my god this could have been thor and i guess it's one of those things where it's like oh i bet you probably wouldn't really say this if he was the actual thor but since we already have chris hemsworth i can't imagine loki's face on like a, a thor character it just i don't know it doesn't mix. No, that's what I think about with uh, Iron Man 2, because Sam Rockwell, who played Justin Hammer in Iron Man 2, auditioned to be Iron Man. Oh, um, oh I did not know that. Yeah, he actually did so good in his Iron Man audition that they didn't want to not use him at all. So when Iron Man 2 came, they made him the villain. Um, but I couldn't imagine him being Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, need, they, they made the better Robert casting choices. Huh? <laughs> they should have casted Ben Stiller. You're right. Oh gosh, uh, no, enough. <laughs> um. Anyway, so yeah, we basically got Detective Loki putting on his detective cap and piecing together that the the, the variant Loki that they're chasing is basically hiding in the apocalypse. Which apocalypse he's hiding in, we don't know. So in order to test that theory, we have Mobius and Loki go out to the the pompeii disaster right wait can i do a quick sidebar sidebar this is how we know it's a detective type thing going on obviously he has the files and he's like eureka i got it or whatever but also when he's getting up to go do the stuff like he snatches his coat like (laughs) (laughs) it's the little things yeah (laughs) you even need to have that coat on if you don't want to like you don't mobius doesn't care about the coat at this point like but he snatches the coat he's taking on like you know He's taking on the role. He so. looks slick. He looks slick in his outfit. I like it. it, it it's a good, clean look. Um, but uh, but yeah. So honestly, after the Pompeii, well, during the Pompeii incident, I wish they kind of did this scene a little bit better, just because it felt like, you know, 
they wanted to test the variancy, you know, what would happen right before the apocalypse. They're standing out in the open. They're not really even hiding. And no one's questioning these figures in uh, <laughs> suit and ties, uh, walking around. I mean, they were right there. there they were was a right crowd there, yeah. Walking by them. If they were like in an alleyway or in some abandoned house, fine, right? But it took Loki going out into the middle of the street, screaming at the top of his lungs to create a variancy. So, or like, not okay. no no it didn't it still did oh, no no you're right you're right i guess his attempt at creating one but it did not create one because his, his theory was right it didn't create a variancy yeah. Yeah. so yeah. that's th that proved his theory right mm -hmm. so um i'm just like nobody's really questioning it everybody's like oh whatever i'm like really <laughs> Yeah, look at what he's was, wearing look you guys should be like <laughs> your mind should you've be never blown. seen this fashion statement i think <laughs> him speaking their language helped with that uh as far as you know but yeah you're right it was like weird that you would think it's some kind of sorcery no the way they're I dressed would, i would think so in that time period where i still think the rain is brought out by an omnipotent being like yeah <laughs> yes mm -hmm. i would i would assume these two are probably godlike figures and uh but we find out yes the loki's theory was right and i do like how he kind of alluded uh, or not alluded i like how he convinced mobius to go out with him into the field where mobius he was reluctant because he's like dude i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do this because i still don't trust you you're gonna stab me in the back you're wasting and my time yeah. you're wasting my time and uh loki convinces him saying like okay yeah you're right i i i could essentially do that but what i do like more is being right and that fits his character loki yeah. loves being the one on top, be, uh, being the correct guy all the time with all the snarkiness. And I felt like just that alone was enough to convince myself, okay, yeah, he's still himself. He's, he wants to be right in this one scene. He could still stab Mobius in the back at any time, but I feel like he was so into his role that he even convinced himself like, hey, you know what? I'm actually having fun with this TVA stuff. I want to be right. Let's go test this out. And I, I, I won't stab you in the back. I won't kill you. I just want to be right. Remember, so, he doesn't enjoy hurting people. He does not. He does yeah. not. We so did establish that. He's just, he's here for the self-gratification. He's like, oh, I'm right. You were wrong. You exactly. didn't listen to me. You know? Exactly. Kind of ties back into, you know, he always said he better, he would be a better king than Thor. Just no one really yes. gave him the shot. No so one did. He had that ice giant blood in him. He, he had to have that. take it upon himself to be a king to Midgard in space to prove that he could be a better king. But exactly. again, yeah, it's kind of, he's just trying to prove that he would be right in the grand scheme of it all. So exactly. yeah, it really does play to his character for sure. And I think from here, this is kind of where the story lost me. Maybe you guys can fill me in. Um, so from here, the theory's right. So they do know that this is possibly where the variant Loki is hiding and like right before these apocalypses happen. Uh, but what I didn't catch was how he homed in on the uh, Kablooey gum. Okay. 2050. Maybe you yeah. guys can help me out with that. Like, you know, what made Detective, them narrow it down? To Detective that? Rose, did you uh, catch how they did that? Um, They did it based off, uh, and you can correct me if I'm off, but I believe based on what I was seeing is the time period that it was a part of. Yeah. Um. And so Moby is recognized or researched and recognized that the 
that there was only a window of time that this was actually made in in like a thing kablooey and so using that cross referencing that window with all of the um apocalypse you know, major apocalypses that happen in between okay. that then they could narrow down you know which you know where to where to look at what would be the most ideal location for him to pick up these kablooies and they had a, a rocks yeah. cart yeah um the kablooey still a you know weird thing but a nice little nod i guess to the beginning of bringing it back where they um, find the kablooey they found it at the church no yeah they found it at the church oh, right? okay okay yeah the the right? church is where they found the kablooey yeah and then the spot that they went to um I, what year was it? I don't know. It the was Renaissance Fair? No, no, no. It was way past. Oh, yeah. It was like 2050. Yeah. 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 Um, so are we led to assume that Varian Loki dropped a piece of Kablooey gum? On, yeah. During that? Yep. But I mean, with that said, yes. it's a Loki. It's a Loki. Maybe. He, yeah, he did it on purpose. Right? Exactly. Like to lure them to that. Okay. okay now, with that fine. said, with that said, um, I'm, I'm this quote's a little early, but remember, it's not about you or. Oh, so we're uh, going there, huh? We're, we're going, going there. We can. All this right. isn't about you. Elite us then. All what right. Do you so, mean? so they go to the rocks cart, uh, which also has some ties to a bigger uh, Marvel stuff. Ah. Um, and yeah, variant Loki is here and variant Loki is doing the whole. Let me possess this person, talk through them, and kind of divulge some of my big plan, but not really divulge anything. Still completely lost. And uh, again, this is a this is a conversation with our Loki, and uh, Loki. And again, I think this is just Loki, just trying to get more information. But you know, I I want to th overthrow the the timekeepers and whatnot. That's that's supposed that's the bait for this Loki to be like, let me join you doesn't work because this loki goes this isn't about you and reveals that it is a female version of loki Ooh, Ooh which or, is or so you think i'm pretty sure it's a female loki you i think, think so? i think that yes still can be female loki but that's not female loki what the, what what, what? Explain yourself, the craftiest of roses. Listen, I have a theory that that's just, we know that Loki can, you know, go into other people and, and possess them. Yeah. Okay. In my mind, okay, why would Loki reveal herself or themselves at that moment this early? Why? Because it's not actually... So I'm thinking that it's not actually the female Loki. It's just a possession of a, of a body that Loki is using, um, until, you know, as to keep that layer of identity. It, it it's it's out there, but I no, think it, so. Okay. I, one of the one of the things is I don't know if you uh, saw the end credits too. Is that um, wait was there an end credit scene? Or Not in credit scene, but images. it was in it was in credits where uh what's her name? Sylvia, I believe is the uh actor's name. Uh female oh, no, Loki. No, Sophia. Sophia, Sophia, my bad. Okay. Yeah. Um was not it was not titled as female Loki or Loki. 
What it's uh, uh, it was titled as Sylvia, I believe. So, oh, wait, did it really Sylvia say that? Yeah, yeah. In the wait, end credits, the, let me the check to make sure. Name huh? is Sylvia. No, the actress' name is Sophie, and then oh, Sophie. it says Sylvia. I see it now in one of these headlines. Oh wow! So is Sylvia a character? I don't know anything don't about know. Sylvia. Exactly. Oh. Okay. Okay. Do Misdirection we... again. It could be. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys noticed with that character. I think she was missing a horn. Yes. The... She was. Okay. Oh, gosh. I did not see that. <laughs> the, well, now, how do you feel? Right. The only reason why I knew was because I didn't, like, when I saw her, my first reaction wasn't, uh, oh, wow, that's female Loki. I, I was kind of like, who? <laughs> who like am i supposed to know who this is and then when they looked at her again then i'm like oh wait it, it's supposed to be loki right because the horns and then i saw the one little horn and then on the other side there was no horn at all so i don't know if that's alluding to something or uh there are variations of, of of loki and female Loki. i mean they already alluded to to the gender fluidness of loki right yeah that's on. why he came out and said that in the interview yeah and you know he he and so, uh, to me, I was kind of when it when the reveal dropped, I, I like my jaw didn't drop and said, "Oh, is that female Loki?" I was like, "I was like, is this female Loki?" I don't know, <laughs> um, because there's like variations of what female Loki could be. I know comic book lore, you know, female Loki has dark hair, so it ain't even in casting could be different. That's not a big deal at all. Um, but also, like in some, I think in some of the comic book lore, I don't know, but so much, but. Um, there's also a story where female Loki is um, in Lady Sif's body. Um, oh. And after people of Asgard have uh, fallen, that they've been reincarnated um, into different bodies, right? Um, and that Loki oh. tricks his way into taking Lady Sif's body and, and puts Sif in um, an elderly person's body so they can't use their powers as much. Some kind of wacky line like that. Um, comic book type of uh setup like that but yeah so what went through my mind at first was like is this actually female loki i was like okay this is female loki and then i'm not gonna once i saw the little credit thing um that made me say okay it could this could not be female loki at all it could just be a possession of loki Dang, um, i almost wish they didn't even I almost wish they didn't even put that little egg in there they should not have put that there because um, could I'm, be misdirection I'm, though it could be, but I'm reading up on it now on who Sylvie could be. And I just found some more information. And gosh darn it, the man Darce might be onto something. Uh, what was interesting? He Remember, he, I, I, I'm pretty sure he mentioned the Enchantress. He did. Oh. He said possibly. The second wow. Enchantress, her uh, alter ego is Sylvie Lushton. Ah. Uh, We're connecting the dots. Damn. But no, see, that's Marvel's too calculated to just put the name in there. But I mean, yeah. like, how many of us really like wait until the credits to see, you know, what role is being played by which mysterious actor? I well, I, I didn't think to look at the credits, but right. That's nor I was mean. I expecting them to just name drop a, the name that hasn't been used yet. Like they didn't mention right. Sylvie within the episode. <laughs> They did not. No, you're, you're I just expected. didn't hit next. I was too lazy to get up, and so I was just sitting there for a second. Um, oh 
And I said, what? oh, snap. And then I, go- I actually Googled it after that. Uh, and I was like, oh, snap. Like, I mean, I just looked up Lady Loki because that's what I thought it was. But now you just got me looking up Sylvie. But um, I mean, Marvel is, is not. That would be a misdirection in itself. Well, um, which goes back to what Dr. Jakes was saying about Marvel doing their little fake outs with stuff. But I don't know. <laughs> but I have you no know, clue. Um, Marvel has switched up a lot of origins for some oh, yeah. characters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, like Ultron was supposed to be made by Hank Pym originally. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah for like, for, and he was functioning for years before mm-hmm. he went rogue, you know? So um, they could do, they, they could just, you know, run with. It's a lady. It's female Loki, Lady Loki. It could be Enchantress in which, disguise. Which would allude to the some of the you know little information they were dropping, just as like maybe little eggs or little breadcrumbs of. Okay, we get that scene um, where Loki's confronting a female Loki, as we think, um, but the possession of different bodies, and it's like, call me Randy, call me this, call me that, and then oh, it's yeah. you know, it's not about you because it's not you. It's not. I think it's they even not. said, uh, what was it when when she, when she was still possessing all the different bodies, she was saying um, she was saying something along, but like because Loki said, "Oh yeah, um, you're me, right?" And then and she said, Loki, "Better." Uh, she's like, uh, "Actually, it's more like you're me, right?" Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's like that Spider-Man meme where, like, you know, they're all pointing <laughs> at each other, saying, yes. well, "You, me, the same." Um, but uh, but yeah, we got, I guess, Enchantress, female Loki. What? I guess it kind of goes into the the question. Then you know, what what's the deal with the mask? You know, the I guess the hooded uh, shadow. Like, why hide your identity if? people already know that you're some variation of loki does the female role play into that like oh was she like, hiding the fact that she's female right because like oh, maybe, like just making an actual loki like like male loki or right because they, they like how did they know it. it was loki if it was female would they recognize loki as a female right off rip good point that, yeah. that's my question because even before this happened they show the the tva they showed that they were chasing various you know uh various variants of loki before and they showed you know that brief hologram where they showed all the copies of loki they chased before they had like a hulking loki uh uh uh, a soccer playing they did yeah yeah so i'm thinking like okay all these are male characters so could it be that she was maybe hiding the fact that she was female to like throw them off because now now they're already expecting yeah the loki that we're finding is likely a male you know that the one that we all we've seen, mm-hmm. but they throw them off by, I guess, shrouding the fact that she's female. But then she makes the reveal later. That, I don't know, man. I think I'm getting too. I, I think. But I'm they also. The deep dive. They also. I thought they also did already recognize that since Loki's gender fluid, since they already recognized that that, you know, could shape shift into anybody and anything. I know the possession he was could. one thing, but also shape shifting right. is something they kept bringing up. Um, so when they went in, they had no clue who they were looking for at first. Remember, they were like, could be anybody. Um, all right. Now that you mentioned that, uh, I got to go back and find that scene where he's talking about the, the difference power. between shape shifting and yes. the, the other one. I forgot what the other one was. It's like duplicating. It, it's dupla 
in oh yeah you're right oh my gosh the answer's right there i'm gonna go back and look at it go back and let us know because uh right now or like our next podcast oh i mean like if if oh in front of you well i don't because he was saying that one of them is like you actually make like a legit i mean a variant of yourself i guess like he said one is like a simple like manipulation or like a simple trick you know of projection uh, I'm paraphrasing and the other is like actually like duplicating yourself like making like a whole version of yourself I think is what he was saying yes and he high key did that in Thor the Dark World if I'm not mistaken because remember uh, they did that whole thing where they tricked the dude curse I mean it's mm-hmm. probably been a while since y'all I, watched it I don't remember it you, it's uh, like all right, so I remember it but you know we me. I try to put it in the back of my memory so bank let me, that let, me, let me refresh but I know what you're talking about let me refresh Dr. Jace here uh, they stabbed this big dude who killed the mother Okay. right but then the big dude like stabs Loki and he dies Thor watches him die yes it is oh, revealed that remember that he didn't die because right. he went and uh replaced odin right i remember that so that was a that had to be a duplicate because that death that dude felt it stabbing him you know if it was a if it was like the hologram type one it would have just gone right through him exactly exactly right that was a duplicate making us dig back into the bad movies again. exactly they're good for doing this they're like (laughs) man why hasn't loki used this power again he could have used it with Thanos. He, he very much could have used it with <laughs> Thanos. They forgot he could do it. They forgot. Damn those Russo brothers. Yeah, they say he can pull knives from thin air, right? Yes. And that's what that's the only thing they remember. <laughs> yeah. But um so I'm guessing maybe this female Loki could or is a duplicate. Yeah, it could be a duplicate, yeah. It could be. I mean, we're gonna find out next week. He, he hopefully, chased, hopefully, hopefully, right? um, our variant Loki went in chasing her through the portal that he went through. Uh, she went through. They went through. <laughs> um, and I guess we'll see what's gonna happen. Uh, I'm hoping they still do that dynamic between him and Mobius because now that he's kind of gone off the deep end. I can't imagine a scenario where Loki comes back and him and Mobius are on trusting terms again and they continue that buddy cop mentality. Oh, he's oh, got they to bring back. He's got to bring back a prize. Right. Yeah. He's got, right. And he's got to be like, oh, I went with them because this was my opportunity to learn about what this Loki wants. And that's, you know, increasing our chances of capturing them. Isn't this what you wanted us to do? Um, so I couldn't let her get away. So, you know what? Yeah, I can see them doing that. I, I, I can see Loki being mischievous as always and weaseling his way back into the TVA to try and be on some level of good terms because I know Mobius might lighten up to him, but B-15, she's had enough of this guy's... I don't know uh, if Mobius is going to lighten up. I oh, think, you don't think I think so? Yeah, I think Loki's going to be uh, rogue, at least for an episode. I think okay. it's going to be your classic, like... The intentions were well, but, you know, the perception of it, because nobody knows what's going on. Mobius comes in and um, I can't think of the, the I can't think of the. You literally just said it. B-15. Um, B-15. Mobius came in B-15 and like they don't know what's going on. They just see 
what just happened with yeah, all of the resets yeah. and Loki going in after female Loki after Mobius is like, wait, like don't don't do it. So I think they might take that angle. They might not. I think they might take the angle where Mobius is like, well, dang, I really can't trust this guy. You know, I can't trust his intention. And then that's uh, even more tense uh, relationship between the two. So maybe even Loki comes back and he's like, I can't trust you. I can't trust you. And Kachow, I can't trust you. And, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it could that, flip man. it. Hey, listen. I, I'm not perfect <laughs> with, with uh, impersonation. So No, whatever. I'm not saying you suck at the oh. impersonation. Ka-chow, ka-chow, I just hate that you're doing it. No, no, it's perfectly fine, Rose. I like the Kachow references. It ties us back into the story <laughs> and the mythos of what's going on. You saying Kachow even reminds me of B-15 being a Kachow herself. Why hmm. would you approach someone who you think is a the variant Loki? And <laughs> I I don't know. B-15 sucks she, she so sucks. far. She sucks. I, I, I'm, I don't know why she's in charge. Mm. She shouldn't be. I, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't that just know seemed why. dumb. That just seemed really dumb. She's like, could this be you? Oh, it, it, like, I think it can be. Yeah. I, I yeah, could be that shape shift in Proceeds anybody. with no caution. No caution. Let me approach slowly. That's the most caution I'll give it. And so then, do you think, boom. listen, I got G5 classification. Do you think that um, like subconsciously they were trying to play on like, oh, you know, it's my it's my brother right here. It's, no, B15. It's my brother right here. Let me B15 for I guess you know they're the TVA. B15 ain't black. B15. Let me tell you something. That's what happened in that scene. I'm calling. There's no that. race. Hey, there's my, no my race brother. There's I know no there's no there's no race in the TVA, but no hey, that's listen. Hey, that's my brother right there. This fool Casey didn't know what a fish is. There's I know. No, there's I know. no. There's no. There's no rules. I mean, there's no. No you're race. right. You're, I'm poking fun. I'm poking which, fun. Which, by right. the way, it should also raise the question: Everyone in the TVA is human. Mm-hmm. Why are they? Oh, as far yes. as well, they look. they look visually, they, they look, look human. human. Yeah, okay. right. Like, there's no. I mean, the first one I thought of mind is like, why aren't there no Gamoras or right? scrolls? Yeah, or scrolls. Like, why is the main race? Are humans the center of the universe? Are we the ultimate species in terms of? Uh, intelligence or i don't know whatever uh that's a that's a fair point yeah i mean maybe we'll see more diverse tva agents along the line i'm hoping so maybe if we've only seen uh humans and maybe loki will be like i didn't know they all they y'all came in other species or whatever is that your impersonation and I'm not. I I don't have his. He's got a certain British. I heard accent. a hint. I heard. A I don't have. I know. I accent. heard it in the beginning, then I lost it. But then you know, Mobius could be like, "Why would you assume we're only based on humans?" Kachow. Kachow. Okay, there we go. You Terrible. got the hang um, of it. Good. But yeah, who knows? Um, <laughs> I doubt they're infa- they're infatuated with humans. Maybe they could shape shift into them. I don't know. Possibly. They're infatuated with human things. Things possibly because they're. They're definitely Soda. watching a lot more humans than anybody Jets, else. Jet skiing, jet stuff skis, like that. yeah. Which is funny to say because he has some obsession with jet skis, and it kind of goes back into like that whole TVA animation focusing on like the 1930s, 40s, 50s. You know, with the Miss Minutes. Yeah. Why are the 1900s out of the the endless span of time <laughs> the main one where these guys <laughs> find the most? You're telling me. The jet ski was the ultimate form of like creativity and creation 
when you have all of time yeah the yeah. jet ski uh, it's the jet ski no no hoverboards no uh <laughs> he likes the jet ski man he's a simple man Kachow. he's a let him like the jet ski it's fine yeah let him like the jet ski. give him the, the soda he could do without though it could be up. dangerous. Yeah, it could be. I mean, Casey was drinking milk, which I guess is a little bit better. Was that milk? It looked like water when he was pouring it. Yeah, out. it came out like water. Who knows? What? what it was. Oh, I thought it was milk. Oh, I, it was like in a carton. It was white. No, I, yeah, but it came out like water. Oh, I don't know what he was. Probably like some TVA uh, nutrient supplement. And what also, an awkward scene. <laughs> that was an awkward was. scene for me. It was. I thought it was funny. It was I comedy. feel like they were doing the the whole analogy with the salad a little too long like, they yeah, they overdid it just a little bit right i'm like yeah. okay i know i get it he's mischievous but like come on now he's being he ain't got us he ain't got to season the salad that much now he's just being plain rude well i mean he's not a trick it at the end so no don't don't put salt and pepper in my salad <laughs> he's no not the fire we no not fire it was funny. <laughs> oh my god! It's I chuckled. Funny. It's funny when we it's talk. It's cheesy. About it. It's cheesy. It yeah, it's cheesy, but it's Loki trying to be on their level. Oh, well. he's toning down his mischievous level. He's trying to Fine. by pouring it, water in salad. Out of all the mischievous things he's done in the past, this is probably so minuscule. The fact that he's ruining this man's lunch in the grand scheme, of, he's he's trying to make strides strides give him give him give him some give him some leeway fine fine fucking channel fine okay so <laughs> what what else did we get in this episode because i felt like we covered the big uh talking points we have miss minutes and um it kind of goes back into what i said last episode i was hoping we get more of her you know not just that little introduction video that kind of like informs everyone that's coming in you know how the tva works we now kind of got like a hologram recording, but it's not really a recording. It's kind of a live. She's there. Talking. She's there. Yeah. Like you could talk to her. So I'm kind of glad they have that because now we get to hear more, hear more of Tara Strong. And I love Tara Strong. Tara Strong's awesome. Um, so more Miss Minutes. I'm all for it. Uh, Miss Minutes is evil. You think she's evil? You think she's one of the timekeepers? Oh, could be. Could be. <laughs> I'm just taking a gander. Possible. Yeah. It, it, I, I, yeah, I don't think evil is the right word to use, but uh, misdirection. She has a role. She misdirection. Has a role. Yeah. Misdirection. She's not just a informative thing. She serves us. She serves a larger purpose. Yes. I do agree. I do agree. So, I guess outside of the small things, what happens at the very end? Because they start freaking out at the TVA, right? Um, the sacred timeline. Which I'm confused a little bit about. So, so they bit they uh, it's they, a bomb. It's multiple reset bombs, um, coming what? into the right. sacred timeline. So Loki or female Loki, we'll say Loki. We won't even say male or female. Gender fluid Loki, variant Loki has been stealing all these reset things. We've seen mm -hmm. that, um, and now it's the big plan to get. The TVA to come all the way to this area in time that they figured out, um, only to distract them and drop all of the reset bombs back into. Yeah, I wonder how that happened. How did they pull? How how was that pulled off? How did they open all those windows? 
Come on, let me get this straight. Th th those bombs were at different points in time, right? They all were. Or were no, they all they just in that supermarket? The... They were all in that market. Right. That was what I thought. But does it matter? Because it's an apocalypse event. But I think, I think the female Loki was basically setting off so many at once in that place that it kind of circumvented that whole apocalypse thing. Because remember before, there's no variants right before an apocalypse. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like she did enough damage in that one apocalypse that the variance is there now you know it, it it's surviving past the apocalypse well yeah well they hit the big one they hit it's supposed to or i guess it's supposed to hit yeah it's supposed to hit the sacred timeline and shake all of it up right is yeah, that enough? They're, all, they're all heading towards that red line so i got two things i got one thing should that be enough to to knock the sacred timeline out like that I don't think so. I mean, again, I I'm so confused. To, I I think it's enough to like get the TVA worried and get you know their asses in line and try to fix it. But I don't mm -hmm. think it's enough to really. That's the thing. We don't know what she's really trying to do. End game. You know. Yeah. We don't know if she's trying to destroy the sacred timeline. She, from what we know so far, she has no interest in taking control of the TVA or getting an audience with the timekeeper. So. I don't feel like she's trying to destroy it. I feel like she's trying to change history, maybe change time, change history, or maybe this is a necessary step to what her next plan is. Of what? Well, real she quick, real quick. So four. There's like four bombs, right? No, there was more than four. There it's more. It's so collection of all the times they that um has been stealing. So or, does or that that makes what is the uh, the amount of. Uh, variant timelines that that created is equal to the number of bombs, right? No, you. I don't think you should look at it like that because oh, you can so make just multiple. All those, all those timelines. bombs, just created a, a large variance. Right. Yeah. I think it was like that because they all detonated at once, and yeah, I would say just because they all detonated at once, and they're a bunch of them. It's it's more yeah. than one. They didn't detonate in that timeline though. They dropped somewhere and right. detonated so i'm like how did where the heck did it get i guess we'll find out more oh it didn't drop in the, it didn't drop in the no it, it it didn't drop in the supermarket they there were remember there were portals opened up for each one right um that oh, they dropped through i gotta go back and rewatch that scene yeah this is an episode you have to go back and rewatch because they really they really want you to understand how time works. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> and, and they're trying too. They're trying to tell you, listen, man, we're going to say it again. And you better pay attention this time. Because we're going to say it again. <laughs> so that happens and TVA's freaking out. And then Ravona, um, which might be a misdirection as well. Like it's that scene of her getting up and getting the, the baton or whatever. Oh, she's going you know, into protect, action. Yeah. Going into action. That wasn't like a like the special baton or something. Or it, it's probably it? a very special baton, I imagine. Yes. Because okay. I didn't know if it was something special or if it was just an indication, like, oh, she's getting geared up. Like, okay, remember, there's, she's there's very reluctant. She's bonds. very reluctant to have Loki's help too, as well. Right. Oh, now I see. They are opening up in different time doors. Opened up. Okay, I'm an idiot. I don't know how I missed that. Uh, don't be so hard on yourself. Wait, so they're not all in the sword. They were all in the store and they just dropped over random parts of time. So they're going to have to go. When they detonated or right before they detonated? Right, right before, before. They de the female Loki sent them to various points in time. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah. So they're going to have to go fix that time. So I guess this is kind of your plot. You're chasing female Loki. Here's the female Loki's plan. You don't know what the female Loki's plan is, but you know part of it is setting off these resets simultaneously through various points in time. Ah, uh, okay, I see. Right. And now they have to separate their team and get all of these ASAP. At the same time of, as chasing yeah. down female Which leaves Loki. the TVA kind of exposed scattered yeah, and then the internal tva exposed which might leave room for some shenanigans to happen in the organization itself while well, people are gone ravana ravana left so yeah they are exposed she she can i don't know anybody i guess maybe if they have a way well female loki has that thing opening up these time doors too yes it, it's i think it's safe to assume female loki could go to the tva if, if she wanted yes he so could. and and get all those infinity stones. <laughs> is that is that what she's gonna do once she picks one up? I'm telling she's you, gonna... I'm telling you that drawer is gonna come back. I'm telling you. All right. Okay. Stand okay. by it. That's the hill you're gonna be on. All right. Yes. I yes. Like it. Yes. I like it. Um, I would say that's basically it, right? I pretty much covered yeah. everything. B15 is dumb. We established oh, that. Uh, <laughs> just made some bad dumb. decisions. Yeah, just. I don't. I don't. She like need to step it, her man. game up. She needs to. It, it kind of pulled me out of the moment. I'm like, oh, so so this is how we progress the plot. She has to act like this to. <laughs> yeah. So that yeah, yeah. So B15 will be B15. Um, and sacred timelines messed up. We got variant Loki chasing female Loki. Next episode, we're gonna start off. I would imagine with Loki because the you know the show's called after him. They're not gonna waste any time. They're gonna show him speaking with female Loki or Enchantress, whoever she may be, and we might get some you know established answers of who she is. What is she trying to do? Uh, does that mesh up with uh, variant Loki's plan as well? Because as we said earlier, I don't think variant Loki's really trying to take over the TVA and you know the the generic Saturday morning villain type of goal. Mm -hmm. I feel like he has more in play. Um you guys have any other thoughts? Did we miss anything uh else? I I mentioned Roxon, but I looked up Roxon. It's not enough to it's, I it's, think theorize. No, throw Roxanne. it out there though for fun. Who it's yeah. just you know Roxon and I know us three have played uh Miles Morales Mm -hmm. uh, Roxxon's just an energy company uh, who has a presence throughout the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I didn't even know because I didn't watch Agent Carter, but this is not their first stint in the MCU. Ooh. Um, Actually, let me pause you real quick. Uh, did you guys hear the theory about a, a shadow, not a sh shadowy figure, a blurry figure in episode one towards the back? Oh, Agent Carter in uh, the background? Yes. Yeah, Agent I heard Carter. about that. I, yeah, that, that could be cool. That it's could her. be cool. Yeah. I mean, it looked like her. It really did. It did. I mean, you have to go out of your way to make it look like her, too. Because, you know, yeah. she has a very distinct hairstyle. Uh, and the know, dress, attire. too. Exactly. And some people were saying, uh, you know, it might be something involved with Steve when he went back in time uh, oh. to live out his life. It might be. All right. <laughs> no, no, no. That's part of the sacred timeline. That's part of the say. No, it's true. But like, you know, there's there's variants, though. You know, true. it could be a version of her that said, Steve, no. Ew. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's the variant. Oh, gosh. But, yeah. Um, you never know. But I, 
I'm sorry to cut you off. I, I just. Oh no, you're fine. You, you're fine. You mentioned her. I'm like, oh yeah. No, no, I think that's. I think that's worth more mentioning than Roxon because <laughs> Roxon really hasn't done much. Rock I think they're also mentioned. Not, not. Uh, yeah, I don't know, <laughs> no, but um, no, I'm not, I'm not they're all they're also mentioned in um. I don't know if y'all ever watch more of the Marvel shows, such as the smaller, the smaller shows like Cloak and Dagger, which was on uh, Freeform. I never saw it. I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah, um, they're they're part of the MCU. Roxanne was in there too. Oh, like Uh, they're officially like part of the MCU. Like they're yeah, Roxanne. Yeah. When I when I wait, are you saying Cloak and Dagger the show is like part of the MCU? Yes, yes, Cloak and Dagger and that other show uh, that was on Hulu um, Uh, with the kids. Yes. I know uh, what you're talking about. Ah, and their parents are like evil and they all have powers. Uh, Here's my thing though. When you say they're part of the MCU, are you saying like along the lines of like the way the Netflix series were part of the MCU where they, lo- would, they lo- would say one thing every Low season? key, low key. I'm not asking think, about low key. I'm asking no, no, no. About- I'm saying, no, I'm saying <laughs> low key. Low key, I think they get a little more tie-in than the Netflix series. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Kind of like uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., right? Well, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Agent Carter got way more tie-in than any other show. Right. Other so than the other than the Disney Plus shows. Right. So this one's less than those two shows, but more than the Netflix shows, is what you're saying? Yes, correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. But again, uh, I, don't, I don't see Roxxon being anything more than a energy company trying to make make their way in the world and they cross paths with some villains and maybe do some villainous stuff so i mean the most i could probably see is like because you said roxon's an energy company they could yeah. it could also be that their empire grew by that time because it's 20, the year 2050 mm-hmm. they expanded their business to other you know different uh you know uh form uh, forms of uh revenue so like they're an energy company but now they're like hey let's let's enter the the supermarket uh <laughs> side of things we'll have the energy sign and we'll have the the rocks car you you shop at Roxcon for your energy wait till you see our deals on chicken wings because down in aisle seven so who knows man i don't know sure i, I, I don't see it <laughs> who, i don't see knows? it either yeah i don't see it either um but uh yeah i would think uh hmm. no yeah i think that yeah. covers it yeah um yeah i think we got it fair enough fair enough uh rose the crafter you got any final thoughts on episode two of loki i'm waiting for it to pick up some more um they got yes. some they got some neat interesting ideas going on a lot of wonkiness a lot of misdirection a lot of mischief and so it's a good episode wasn't great wasn't amazing kind of to the same beat of what one was for me maybe slightly a little more better because they explained the rules and got a little more engaging near the end but hey let's see what happens let's see what happens uh episode three hopefully it picks up the pace and i I do agree episode two felt like an expansion of episode one a little bit kind of still relying on that dynamic between mobius and uh loki so we'll see we'll see but um yeah i would say that 
covers everything for episode two of Loki. We would like to hear all of your thoughts as well down in the comments below. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, give a like wherever you hear this from, whether it's Spotify, YouTube, uh, at Yonko Table on Twitter, and Facebook, and, and Instagram. Instagram. I remember. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay. But uh, yeah, leave a like, subscribe, let us know your thoughts. And I will say that's a wrap for this week's episode of the Yonko Table. I'm your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney, fellow Yonko Grandmaster Hoop, and fellow Supernova Rose, the craftiest of crafters. Remember, don't waste your time with this or the TVA will come for you. The Sacred Timeline wants you to provide your thoughts and subscribe.